Welcome back to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hello, Aaron, my friend. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, no reciprocation. That's cool. Let's move along. How you doing? Uh, Dude, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Oh, awesome. I've seen some stuff lately. I've seen some good stuff. seen some bad stuff. Life Thank you for clarifying. When you say I've seen some stuff lately, it has a very negative lately, connotation man. to it. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, there's a mic there. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I almost knocked it completely over. That's all right. Um, how's your how are you? How's your life day week? How's my life day week? Well How was your life day week? My week in celebration of life day. <laughs> <laughs> Which that is a Star Wars. Isn't this that the Star, a Star Wars, Wars holiday yeah, special? Life yeah, Day. Yeah. 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 Which, oh, I just got so many uh, uh, flashbacks. Life so. Day. La, 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 life Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, if y'all haven't. Mis- mistakes were made. If y'all haven't seen that yet, don't. Still don't. But. Uh, no, I'm going to say do. You want to. Uh, I guess. Is that where we landed on that? We did an episode on the Star Wars. I don't know. I feel special. like I'm far enough removed from it that I'm okay to tell other people to see it now. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd ever watch it again myself, but hey, I'm not going to de- have other, you know, deny people that experience if that's what they want. If that's what they want, then yeah, sure. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, how's, yeah. how's your Life Day week? Life Day week was... Yeah, good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Can't say anything extraordinary has been going on. I did watch um very enjoyable show, Amazon Prime Original. Ooh. Got myself the 30-day free trial specifically to watch the uh uh Neil Oh Gaiman uh, uh, and uh Good Omens Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Yeah. Good Omens. How's that? Man, it was good. Yeah, good. Okay. I thought it was stupendous. Like I saw the trailer for it and I was like, does not appeal to me. No? No. Wow. I mean, I, I didn't watch a trailer for it or anything. I just I went in blind like I like to. Yeah. Um, and it was it was very compelling, um, really interestingly like written. Um, and oh boy, the the acting from our for our two leads was phenomenal it would they did such a good job like they really did because david tennant david tennant and michael sheen and michael sheen right those are our leads and they fucking killed it right i thought they were amazing together they're both pretty good um yeah i don't know i for some reason like i really like neil gaiman like i mean i've read a little bit of sandman Mm, and then i've read like uh some stuff that he did on Batman? I think so. Maybe? Yeah. It was Batman. <laughs> Anyways, um I like I read a bit of his stuff. Um I think he's like he's like a talented guy, but for some reason I have like no impulse to watch any of his shows. Huh. Like he also has American Gods on um yeah. Prime. No, I'm not really familiar with that one myself. And I and it's based on a novel, I think, that he wrote. Like for some reason I'm just like, eh, don't, don't really want to. Well, I mean, if you ever have an inkling 
Or, that's not the right word. If you ever have the desire to watch Good Omens, uh, I say just just give it a shot. I I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah. Okay. I might I might check it out. Super super funny but like dark humor. Okay. Well, um that, that sounds like it might be something yeah. I'm into. And David Tennant is just ridiculous. Some of my parents were trying to watch it. They're like, How do we watch it? And I'm like, Well, you have to have um, Amazon Prime. And they're like, well, why do we have to get that? Why isn't it on Netflix? I'm like, because it's a Prime original. I'm like, what does that mean? And I'm trying to explain, like, the concept of exclusivity to my parents. And they're like, well, why do they do it that way? That's dumb. <laughs> why do they do it that way? That's mostly my mom. She's like, why do they do it that way? Like, that's dumb. I don't want to pay for another subscription. I'm like, I know. But if you want to watch Good Omens, you're going to have to. Or steal it. Or steal it. Which is, I think, just the way everything's going to go. Well, we can talk about that in a second. Ultimately, I think theft is kind of fun, though. Yeah. I mean. A little bit. When you when you really get down to it. Yeah. It's pretty fun. If Kid Rock has taught us anything, it's that we should just steal <laughs> everything. Although one might argue that Kid Rock has taught us nothing. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you could, there's that. You could make that argument, and I don't know that many people would argue against you. I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, moving on. Do you see, I know there's one thing that we definitely both saw, but have you seen anything else other than that? Uh, I mean... Besides, you know, recently? No, I think oh, that's that's my biggest uh, media catch-up. It's good omens. Do you watch all of it? Like, you done? Oh, yeah. Watched it all the way through. Nice, nice. Good times, good times. Nice. I uh I watched some some shit. Uh I saw I've seen some shit. <laughs> I saw John Wick three the other night. Oh, how was that? It was real bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was about as good as any of the other John Wick movies. Yeah. Which is to say not very good. Okay, thank you. Fucking thank you. There are so many people in this world. It seems like the majority of them, and they all love John Wick. Yeah. They think this is like the next greatest action franchise that it like saved action movies that it like re you know revitalized the genre and like I mean sure it saved Keanu Reeves's career but like sure it did I don't it's fucking garbage it is garbage they're fucking horrible movies here's why let me oh, thank you for hating this too yes oh my God. I thought I thought we were gonna blow past this because I got other shit I want to talk about <laughs> dear listener really sorry if you like John Wick but we're about to blow this shit wide open yeah Fuck yourself if you no, I'm just kidding. whatever. You can like what you like. <laughs> that was yeah. Mm. Ugh, uh, sorry, shit got shit got real for a second. Like that, what like what you like. Look, there's worse things you could like. Okay, I'll I'll throw racism. that out there because I think like racism, yeah. If you like then, racism, then fuck you. Then go watch John Wick. No, what? I don't know. <laughs> now we're saying that like only racists like John Wick. Nah, that's not what I meant to say. We gotta dig ourselves out of this hole. Dig up. Stupid. <laughs> Big, Big up. up. <laughs> oh, good. Got the Simpsons reference out of the way early. Perfect. Um, Love it. So John Wick. Like, there's this basic rule in action movie filmmaking. And and if you want to, um, Patrick Willems does a really, really good um, video essay about why James Cameron is such a good action filmmaker. And that's because he understands that the stakes are important and that, like, your hero should not be um, an equal match to their villain. So, like, you watch the Terminator, like, they're totally outgunned by 
the Terminator all oh, the time. Yeah, like, he's, like they're, they're, there's no way to stop open him. Open field, one-on-one fight. There's no contest, right? Yeah. And then in Terminator 2, they flip that on their on their head again, where they're like, you know the unstoppable killing machine in the last movie? Well, he's on your side now. And there's an even bigger bad that even he can't stop because it's even, you know, it's even scarier and even more effective killing machine than he is. So you're still fucked. Even though you got, you know, supposedly what was the ultimate killing machine in the last movie, now it's on your team, you're still fucked. So it's like, stakes are always raised, your heroes are always, like, getting the crap beat out of them, and they're and they're almost always, like, losing, right? Like, they go, they don't win in Terminator 2 until the very end. Like, it's, kind of, it's just, like, defeat after defeat after defeat, where they just barely escape with their lives, right? And John Wick... While he gets the shit kicked out of him in those movies, he still headshots everybody all the time. Yeah, he still is like superhuman. There's there's no there's no scene in any of these movies where I don't think that he'll headshot everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like I just assume that he's He's the, he's the ultimate killing machine in this scenario, right? Yeah, totally. And, like, you know, he can get shot, stabbed. They, like, try to ground it in reality where, like, he gets the ship out of him and he's the doctor to, like, patch him back up. But he's, like, still doing kung fu with a gun and shit, like, while... Gung fu. He's doing gung fu. Like, you know, in the third movie, spoilers for John Wick 3... He gets shot in the gut twice and falls off the roof of the hotel, the Continental Hotel. Okay. He goes to at the beginning. Yeah. He gets shot in the gut twice, falls off the roof of that. I'm gonna say it's at least ten stories, and he hits a lot of shit yeah, on the minimum. way down. A lot of shit on the way down, and then Jason Manzukis puts him in a shopping cart and wheels him underground to Morgan Freeman, not Morgan Freeman. Yeah, hold the phone. Um, there, but Lawrence Fishburne. There we go. I, my mind went to Morpheus, <laughs> and that turned into Morgan. Yeah, Freeman. And yeah, no, Lawrence, okay. I... Lawrence, and Morpheus got mashed up in my head to to Morgan Freeman. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> <laughs> who's back. So there's like a little Matrix reunion in this movie. Good times. Yeah, just like it. It's weird because like I feel like I find so much of the movie. There's so much of the world like intriguing. Like like the Continental Hotel is really interesting. That whole like secret underground assassin world is, like could be kind of cool. Yeah. To explore yeah. more, right? But it's just it's ruined by the fact that the movie's so bad. <laughs> like you can tell it was directed by I mean the first one was directed by two stunt guys. And then the, the second one is just one stunt guy. Right, but you could you could it's tell just all stunts. Yeah, it's just like a big stunt reel. Like they just put together like a really really impressive show reel of like all the coolest stunts that they've wanted to do, and like action stuff. And it's like, yeah, that like that's great. But like, make a good movie in there somewhere. If you can, yeah, that'd be great. If you can't, like, even in the first movie when he's like digging up all the shit in. Uh, like in his basement, he's like smashing up the concrete. And he like pulls out like a whole bunch of guns and like gold coins, and you're kind of like, if um, 
you know, in a good movie, you'd be like, who the hell is this guy? He's got guns. He's got these weird gold coins. He's got like all kinds of stuff. He's like putting on a suit. I'm like, what the fuck? Super weird, right? And then, you know, you would be like, oh, who is this guy? Except while this is happening, the Russian guy is like telling his son, like, you fucked with John Wick. He's Bobo Yega. He's the last thing men see before they die. He's like the most brutal killer in the whole world. And he just like tells you everything about it. And it's like, show, don't tell, motherfucker. Like, yep. you're literally showing me. Show, don't tell. But then you put this fucking Russian guy over top to, like, oh. To just explain it all, yeah. And so we get it all explained right at the beginning. And then yeah. the rest of the movie is just watching him kill everyone. It's just expl- Never expecting that he'll be anywhere but on top. Yeah. It's just explanavision. All it is. Yep. But Aaron, he's such a deep character. He's not. He's he, not. But he his is. dog died. He has a he dog. He wants revenge. He has a dog. His purpose is singular. Yep. Very flat. Name a name another defining trait, other than he's sad about his dog dying. Well, and his... don't say he's also sad about his wife dying because <laughs> you can't have them both. Dog and wife are like the same thing. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you kill one, you might as well kill the other. As an individual who has both. <laughs> Look, I mean as a story device, all right? <laughs> it's like, well, my dog died. You might as well kill my wife. What's the, what's the fucking point? Like, it's. Yeah, see, so you yeah, get it. Exactly. You get it. All right. Like, as soon as my wife dies. <laughs> well, Zelda. <laughs> My puppy, you might as well die now, too. Just look right here. I'm going to call John Wick. <laughs> uh, Yeah. So anyways, I saw that. I took my girlfriend to see it. She fell asleep. Beautiful. She fell asleep. During... That's a keeper. Falls asleep to a shitty action Dude, movie. That girl falls asleep at everything. <laughs> Like it's not even funny, man. Like it's a little I get, funny. It's a little funny. It's also kind of annoying because like we'll be like watching something and I'll just like feel her hand start to twitch and I'm like, get up. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, you're falling asleep. She's like, no, no. I was just dozing. I'm like, okay, well, like we're trying to watch Stranger Things. Oh, you can't fall asleep to Stranger Things. First five minutes. No. Yes. No. Before the opening credits. You gotta. F- no. Okay. She never. She's never seen it. She's like, I don't want. To, I don't think she'll mind me telling the story. She's like, I don't. I'm. I'm worried that it's gonna be too scary. She's like, and I'm like, no, no. Trust me, it's not gonna be too scary. It's not gonna be too scary. She's like, what's the scary? I'm like, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? She's like, The Ring. I'm like, that's pretty freaky. Is it? Isn't it? I don't know. I saw it when I was like 13, and I don't really remember it that much. So. Okay. Well, my wife saw it when she was 13, and she's scarred for life. So I don't. Know. Okay. Well, maybe it's scary. I don't know. I don't remember it being that scary, but I'm maybe a bad judge of what's scary and what's not. So I asked some friends. I was like, yo, do you think Stranger Things is scary? And they were all like... Go ask someone who actually has emotions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they were like, nah, nah, it's not that scary. Like, I asked your wife. I was like, you're afraid of things sometimes. She's like, (laughs) yeah. And I was like, do you think Stranger Things is scary? And she's like, nah, nah, bro. Tell her I say it's fine. So I was like, okay. So anyways... It's a really good impression of my wife, by the way. Yeah. Nah, bro. Yeah. I I, I know. I know. Dude. (laughs) Dude. I know. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, okay, let's watch Stranger Things. And like, it was in her defense, it was pretty late. Like, it was probably like 11:30 by the time we started the episode. 
Yeah, late, sure. It was like it was like late-ish, right? So we're watching it, and like, I could feel her head just like sliding backwards off my shoulder, and like her hands start to twitch, and I'm like, "You fucking oh. kidding me? The kid hasn't even been abducted by the Demogorgon yet. Like, what the fuck is going on?" So then the credits start playing, and she kind of goes like, "Huh?" She's like, "Oh man." She's like, "What?" She's like, "I fell asleep," and I'm like, "I know, it's fine. I'll just I'll catch you up real quick." She's like, on the whole show? Oh, she thought she missed the whole thing. And I'm thing. like, what? And like She thought that it was like the end the credits end credit, and that yeah. she had fallen asleep. And, missed. <laughs> and so I'm like, what do you remember? She's like, well, there's a guy running down the hallway in the ele- and he gets in the elevator. I think he died. I'm like, yeah, he died. Oh, That's he good. Did, yeah. She's like, and then I'm like, do you remember the kids playing D&D and then riding their bikes? She's like, there's kids? <laughs> <laughs> missed the introduction <laughs> of the main characters and so i like rewound it a little bit and i'm like all right so these are the four of them and they're playing D and then they got to go home and then he gets abducted by something and she's like okay cool and oh, then boy and then we watched the rest of the episode and we watched two episodes actually and she liked them oh good yeah she got into it but it was like i was like seriously if you fall asleep trying stranger things man like come on girl <laughs> Damn. It's such a good show. Was, I've been trying to get her to watch it like before season three comes out. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, this would be like a fun show to watch together. Like we don't really, we haven't really had like a, like a couple show that we watch like together. Really? Yeah. 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 Like we watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but we also will watch that independent of each other. Like I introduced her to it, but then like she went home and watched it. And then like. When season six came on Netflix, we got together that Friday and like binge watched like 10 episodes. Nice. But we watched the rest of the episodes like, you know, separately. We didn't wait for each other to like come on. I'm like, it's so cool to have a show that we can like get into together. And I was hoping it could be Stranger Things season three, but that comes out like Tuesday, Thursday, something like that. It's July 4th. It is Thursday, yeah. Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I told her, I'm like, look, catch up as much as you can, <laughs> but I am not waiting for you. I will watch. I will watch Stranger Things season three without you, but yeah. I will. But I will come back and watch the rest of this show with you. Well, you know, what? if it doesn't work out for for you to have have Stranger Things season three be the thing that you watched with. Your girlfriend? Watch it with me, bro. Oh, okay, cool. Watch it with with me. Because July 4th happens to be the day that my wife leaves the country for a month. Oh, nice. So I'm not waiting a month to watch that that. that season. Yeah, so. No, I'm pretty pretty stoked. I think I convinced my parents to watch it, too. Nice. Yeah. Just get everyone on board. I was like, yo, do you remember the 80s? And they're like, yes, unfortunately. (laughs) Go fucking... Get ready, because it's all the best things from the 80s, like kids on bikes and government experiments. (laughs) Government experiments. Fucking thing posters in kids' bedrooms that, like, should never have seen the thing. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's... I remember, like, listening to a podcast that someone was talking about, like, it's a very romanticized version of the 80s. You know, it's like all the, it's not people who were kids in the 80s, it's people who grew up on 80s nostalgia, kind of, right? Like us, in a way, where it's like, we grew up in the 90s, 
but so much of what we watched was like John Carpenter movies and Steven Spielberg movies and yeah, like that kind of, you know, like the Goonies and E.T. and, you know, and so it's like we would have had like the thing on our wall. But like a kid in the 80s, like that was like a cult movie that like it was like a midnight movie kind of thing, right? Like no 11, 12 year old kid, however old they're supposed to be, right? Like no 12 year old kid is going to have a John Carpenter's The Thing poster on their wall because they're not yeah. going to know what that is, let alone like get convinced their mom to buy it for them right like, yeah not so much so it's yeah it's kind of that like it, it's the it's the nostalgia soaked romanticized 80s which i'm fine with i like it a lot yeah it's fun to watch yeah i can't i'm really stoked for that man um you know what else i'm stoked for on netflix fucking dark crystal right i saw a trailer for that yeah dude it's gonna be so good also mark hamill does a voice in it oh beautiful the hamill assance continues yes the hamill assance we had luke skywalker he's back at yes. luke skywalker him and kevin kevin conroy had reunited to do batman and the joker one more yeah, time that's right he's the voice of chucky now oh in yeah, the child's play yeah. movie which i don't even really care about but i'm gonna see it because mark hamill is the voice of chucky it's fucking mark hamill yeah yeah and now he he does the voice of a of one of the skexies in uh Dark Crystal prequel. I, can't, I like. I saw it on my my YouTube feed or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. And was like, just kind of like, oh, um, that's cool. I'll watch it. And then I was so I couldn't believe how excited I was getting Dude, watching that trailer. Me, I was like, oh my goodness, neither. Like, this looks so fucking good dude okay like i probably haven't hadn't seen the dark crystal i watched it last night i probably hadn't seen the dark crystal <gasps> i need to rewatch it and like dude we should we should watch it again sometime oh fuck yes it's so good and labyrinth oh just because unrelated but i <laughs> I bought a box set there was like a oh, two, it, was like a two pack. Labyrinth? it was labyrinth yes, and the dark crystal absolutely and it was at walmart and it was 10 bucks and i was like fucking i'm an idiot if i don't buy this double feature movie night for sure oh god yeah um <laughs> so I forget where I was going with it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, you know how, like, a lot of people have, like, this, like, really, like, deep nostalgia for, like, classic hand-drawn 2D animation? Absolutely, yeah. Kind of thing? Like, you have that. I do. Absolutely. I've never really had that. Like, I, I appreciate it, but I don't necessarily think that it's better than, like, 3D animation. Like, I know a lot of people are, like, hardcore, like, oh, man, 2D is better than 3D, and, like, give me the hand-drawn. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know, like would toy story be better if it was 2d animation like i don't know probably not like it's, just, it's a completely different art style it's completely right? different art so. style right and it's like if it if it if the movie's a good movie then i kind of don't care right yeah, don't and there's certainly things where like you know the the style of the of the art or like of the animation like plays into whether or not it's an enjoyment of the movie but basically as long as as long as it's high enough quality for me, I don't really care, right? If, like, if it's so bad, whether it's bad hand-drawn animation or bad <laughs> CGI animation that it takes me out of the movie, that's the only time I ever care about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. So when people have that, this, this is a whole roundabout way of saying it, like, when people have that, like, that nostalgia for, like, old-school animation and stuff like that that I don't really have, I never really understood it, I have that for puppets. Yes, for the puppets. I fucking love puppets puppets so goddamn much <laughs> like which like i didn't realize i did but like i watched the dark crystal trailer and i was like holy and you just saw all the glorious puppets there's so many puppets in it and, and they're amazing and they're amazing and i'm like i can't believe that we're getting 
a fully puppet and it's not even animation i don't know like a full-on like puppet movie yeah. that's not a muppet movie it's you know it's really like the, amazing it's weird like i don't have that really with the muppets either like i like the muppets because they're the muppets i don't necessarily like them because they're puppets does that make sense yeah it does yeah but there's something about like i don't really know what it is maybe it's because they're like they're real but they're but but it's not you know like it's a physical thing that you had to film with an actual camera and like get a performance out of it but it's fake yeah like maybe that has something to do with it yeah i mean i mean i don't remember exactly what movie we were talking about we've touched on that before on the podcast where like having like live action props and like oh sure yeah like had that that's always had a kind of charm for you right yeah i mean totally right i mean like it's going back to like you know yoda in empire strikes yeah way better as a puppet um, and, and yeah, just like a lot of things kind of coming from that era that I just, I, I think if you can get a realistic performance out of a, a puppet, you know, or, or something real there, it, I think that's always better. Uh, what else did I see? Oh, I saw Godzilla. Godzilla sucked. Moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tell me about that. It's just boring. Yeah. You, you both fell asleep. Isn't that the one you 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 fell asleep at the theater for? Oh, I did. Yeah, Anna didn't come with me. On yeah, that yeah, one. That's yeah, right, that's yeah. Right. I just I went by myself, and yeah, no, I fell asleep a little bit in that movie. Ugh. Just so fucking boring. Like, how do you make a movie where Godzilla and Rodan and Mothra and King Ghidorah all fight each other? Awful. That's all I have to say about it. It's it's bad. Uh, the one thing that we yeah we should really real quick. The one thing we both saw, Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah. We both saw it. Go, give, give me your thoughts. I went in with no expectations and came out really happy with what I saw. Good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like not a perfect movie. There were problems with it, but they did so much to bring that story into, you know, like our time and did so much to bring it, especially out of the time it came from in a lot of ways yeah um that a lot of the choices they made were just like money money choices it's weird because like i i was kind of like okay like i saw some of the trailers and like they didn't really get me too pumped you know like the first teaser had like you know the cave of wonders talking like a diamond in the rough. And I'm like, oh. that was a really good cave of wonders, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> there was hand gestures. Just, through. <laughs> I was making a little puppet, little puppet little mouth. Puppet. Yeah. See, puppets. It all comes back to puppets. Um. Oh, there's disturb my slumber. A diamond in the rough. Is that better? That's a lot better. Yeah. <coughs> Worth it. Um, <coughs> oh God. Ooh, was it though? Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, and was I was it like, worth oh. it for our listeners, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll put a limiter on it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, uh, oh, I get it. That's the thing that's supposed to like get me pumped up. Mm. You know, yep. like didn't do it for me. What kind of got me a little bit pumped up in that trailer was the the like big orchestral like dramatic version of. Uh, never had a friend like me. Where it's like, yeah. Dun dun dun. Dun dun. And I was like, oh shit, that's the song, but it's epic now. Yeah. Uh, but what really got me, um, 
pumped up was they released a clip of uh the prince ali the prince ali scene oh gosh it's amazing yeah and like as soon as they heard that oh clear a path through the old bizarre hey you let us through and i was like oh yeah okay i'm down yep <laughs> that was good uh, no i i really liked it too uh i i like that they okay how do i do this uh, I like that they gave Jasmine her own song. I wish it fit better with the rest of the music in the movie. Yes, absolutely. You know e- I mean? Everything that the song stood for, or all the lyrics, the meaning, the message, powerful, absolutely worthwhile. It just was a completely different it, song. It just it seemed like they just stuck a pop song in the middle of the movie. Yeah, which I was really surprised by because it was... Like, like they, I don't know if he wrote, helped write it or was just consulted, but Alan Menken was a part of that. And then, oh dude, he like did the music for the movie. But like that song specifically is, is what I was, yeah. But, and, and I don't, I don't think Tim Rice was on that one, but I don't know. But Alan Menken did like the score and everything for the movie. Oh yeah. I I, I knew that that much. Yeah. Like he just brought him back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It was just, it felt a little disjunct. When that song came in. Dude, how great would it be if Tim Rice and Tim Curry got together and like did a project together? Curry and Rice. Curry and Rice. Ah. Ah. So good. I don't know why I find that so funny, (laughs) but I really, really do. It's because it's a lame pun. Ugh. I am my father's son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like in the pantheon of Disney remaking all of its old crap for the next generation and doing it in live action, I say uh, in this case, I think it's good. Yep. Jungle Book, also good. That was that was fun, yeah. Those are the only two I've seen, so I say good. Both both good. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Cinderella. Bang it on all cylinders. I haven't yeah. seen... Uh, Beauty and the Beast. I never saw that one either. Did they do another one? Is there another one? There? Oh, I haven't seen Maleficent, which is kind of like Sleeping Beauty, but told from the evil witch's perspective. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like saying that Wicked is congruent with The Wizard of Oz. I don't know. Which, I haven't like, seen either of them. It's just. It's not really. And by that I mean Maleficent or Wicked. I've seen The Wizard of Oz and I've seen Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. That was bad. Oh, yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so yeah. that one was bad. Did I ever uh, tell oh, you? Oh, Dumbo. They did Dumbo. And I don't think anyone gave a shit. I forgot that they did it. Yeah, me too. It like came and went. I think it came out like around the same. I think it came out like a week before the Avengers. And I was like, here's Dumbo. And I'm like, I don't care. Iron Man is about to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know what it was? I think like I think uh my wife was actually watching the trailer and I was like, oh, they're making a live action Dumbo. And I just looked over and just saw a moment of it. And I said, Nope. And I walked out of the room. Because you know what Dumbo is? It's fucking depressing. Yeah. It's a horribly sad movie. Yeah. And I remember it being brutally sad as a child. I do not want to see it as a live action movie. I just didn't even want to. Yeah. And then now they're doing the Lion King. And you want to know what? I think The Lion King is going to dramatically underperform. Like, I don't know if I'm ballsy. Like, box office-wise? Yeah. 
Like, I don't know if I'm ballsy enough to say that it's going to bomb, but I think it's going to dramatically underperform. Um, For the sole reason that I don't know anyone who's excited about it. I don't either. Anyone. Everyone I talked to was like, that seems stupid and dumb, and I don't want it. I'm like, it does seem stupid and dumb, doesn't it? I don't want it either. Yeah. Like, the cartoon's good like, enough, Because, again, it's like, it's, it's, it's fe- it feels like... The it's cartoon's all- really good. It's amazing, But yeah. it's like... It feels like it's all about trying to bring those classic Disney movies into our era, but there's nothing to improve on yeah. with The Lion King. And so huh. they're just doing it again with... Uh, a, a different kind of animation style, right? Like with yeah, like high high well, and definition. Like, and the worst part is that shit. they keep calling it the live action Lion King, and I'm like, it's not. Oh my god. Oh yeah. There's no, nothing live action about no, it. It doesn't make any sense that they would call. You it could that. call it like the photorealistic Lion King. Sure, that'd be a better way to put it. The best part was when they released all the like character posters, and it's like Donald Glover is Simba, Beyonce is Nala, and I'm like, it's just a picture of a lion. <laughs> it's just a picture of a lion. It's a lion with Childish Gambino's name on it. Like, it's terrible. I don't. I'm not excited for it. Speaking of terrible, <laughs> perfect segue. Let's uh, let's get into this month's movie. This month's movie we picked somewhat at random. Uh, didn't have anything to do with anything that's been in theaters recently we just kind of stuck our hand in the puddle of muck that is the bad movies of our planet yeah and uh kept sifting through it as is our duty yeah i have a barrel of that muck that we just kind of reach into every now and then i keep that upon myself to i've taken that upon myself to keep that and i appreciate that i really don't like putting my hand in there i but I uh, I smells. said to you, Matt, would you rather watch sci-fi crap or Aussie schlock? And you said sci-fi crap, and, and which I regret, just to be clear, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> what we got. So we watched what the fuck was this even called? We watched Forbidden World, a galactic troubleshooter summoned to the Forbidden World, held in an icy grip of fear by a weird biological mutation. Part alien, part human, all nightmare. I thought it was the Forbidden Planet. No, Forbidden Planet is the movie with Leslie Nielsen from like the 1950s with Robbie the Robot. Um, it's like The Tempest, but it's science fiction. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. No, it's that's like a good movie. Yes, this is a bad movie. Um, I mean, listen to the rest of the episode to find out what we think of it. Um, what do you really think, Aaron? It's from 1982, I think. And it felt like it. And it's, uh, oops, and it's by Roger Corman. Uh, and it felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. How many Roger Corman movies have we done on the podcast? We did Chopping Mall. I yep. believe it was a Roger Corman movie. Was BMX Bandits? No. No, no, no. Um, we got something else again. Uh, oh, Punisher was actually technically a Roger Corman. Right, right, right. Yes. New World Pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not not our first dip into the Corman puddle. No. Um, 
but probably our last for a while. Um, <laughs> at least for a while. Yeah, so... Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. Do you want to try to sum up the plot, or do you want me to take a crack at it? I don't feel um, like there's a lot to say on that I feel like subject, I can but... sum up the plot in uh, one sentence, which oh. I wrote down here. It's, it's like Perfect. Alien, but bad. <laughs> and nailed it. <laughs> um, That's the movie, folks. <laughs> But like actually, actually, so yeah, no, 100%. Like, yeah, like this. Uh, there's a guy whose name I forget. Colby. Yeah, I was just about to say, hey, what's the main character's name in the movie we just watched? I think it's Colby. Um, because I don't know. Or Mike. Or maybe it's Mike Colby. It is or, Mike. Or, it or. is Mike. Or at least that's what he tells people to call him. Okay. Call me Mike. It is Mike. Okay. So Mike. Yeah. Uh and his robot butler? I don't know. His robot Sam? pilot slash does everything competent, even though he keeps turning him off. Yeah, his name yeah. is Sam. Sam. Mike and Sam. Uh are like flying through space and they get attacked by some ships. Which An unknown which they, number of ships. Yeah, which they blow up, and that's like the opening scene. And then He's like, why'd you wake me up, Sam? He's like, we're being summoned to this planet. Uh, and he's like, I thought I was going home. And they're like, well, uh, orders are orders. You gots to go. Aye, 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 aye. <laughs> kind of, yeah. He sounds like Alpha, but less annoying. Sam, yeah. Sam. Like, he's got kind of like a high, like, little boy voice. It, yeah, it does kind of sound, well, I'm sorry, sir. Sorry to wake you. Yeah. but But, like... <laughs> He looks like the cross between like a stormtrooper and a Cylon. Yes, absolutely. In like a really good way. Yeah, like I think they got some stormtrooper armor, painted it gray, glued a couple knobs and switches onto the chest plate, and then like switched out the helmet for something kind of Cylon-esque. Yep. But not quite. And like they're like, all right, here's the robot. And like looks pretty good. It does look pretty good. It's also the first thing we see really in the yeah. movie is yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh. It, cool. It it set like a good like like the opening was good. Yep. Like I was like, oh okay, maybe this movie will be all right. And and then they go to the planet I that I they're. I don't know if it was or not. Yeah. Well, like I was like, oh cool robot, and then yeah. it's helping out the dude. I was like, oh I guess the dude's the main character, and then they get to the planet where they've been summoned. The robot, I think I think he started to introduce himself. Yeah. And Mike just turns around and turns him off. <laughs> his on off button is like right on his chest too. So it's yeah. like not hard to to get to. Um yeah, just like turns him off and then they just walk away and they leave him standing there, like in the middle of the hallway, kind of blocking a doorway. Yep. <laughs> it's like like there's like a doorway at the end of this hallway, but it's like an L shaped hallway and it's like right in the corner of the L. Is where the door is. So he's blocking like two hallways and a door by right where he's standing. It's very inconvenient. That's all I could think during that scene. Yep. And then we don't see him for like 45 minutes. Yeah. Nice. So the research facility. Yeah, they're, they're at the research facility. It consists of an old guy, a very horny woman. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> she gets one look of my at Mike and she is so thirsty. It is constant bedroom eyes. And like not even it's like there's nothing subtle about it. No. 
like, yeah, like she might as well just be holding up a sign that says, I want the D. Yours specifically. Yeah, really, like there are there are two, there are two um, female characters. Yeah, in this movie, and uh, yeah, both, both of them feel like complete facsimiles of women. Like they're they are, in they're in there. <laughs> they're to not real. Be characters. naked in several scenes. Yep. Um, they're there to lust after the main character. Yeah, there's the older one who's like hella thirsty, and then there's a slightly younger one who's dating. Uh, the guy whose job it is to clean up all the dead cats. Yeah. So the problem that <laughs> that our main character is summoned to the lab for is that all of their specimens, all of them, all of them, were killed. Yeah. Violently. Yeah. By it, their one remaining specimen. Yeah. Um, and so there's like a bunch of like dead animals. Most of them seem to be cats they, or was, possums. Seemed like maybe? a lot of cats. And then at one point, <laughs> a turtle. A turtle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it may have been a tortoise. We we didn't get a good. That's look true. At it. I didn't get a great yeah. look. At the base, there's like an old scientist dude. Um, and he's kind of like in charge. Yeah, an ugly, crazier scientist dude who's coughing. Yeah, he's coughing and smoking a bunch. Kind of looks like a chubby, like Tim Roth, sort of, with like crazy hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda yeah. Like yeah. Weird Al vibes going on, maybe. A little bit. Um, There is the Token Blackman. Classic, yeah. And there's the Token Hotman, <laughs> whose job it is to clean up the dead cats. Oh, and there's the pervert. Oh, yeah. And then there is the creepy perv. Yeah. Who has the creepy perv mustache yeah. and is a creepy perv. Yeah. Yeah. Because he creepily pervs on both of the girls. Uh, I mean, yeah. there was that one okay. scene where the younger one is getting changed and like the view that we're seeing into the room from is like the pov of the camera that would be in her room because cameras are just everywhere in this movie yeah like um even outside of the base yeah it's floating around so, um yeah it's yeah unexplained yeah so like may i assume that someone was watching that or that they just used that because otherwise, why use that shot? Well, but like know. like much of the movie, it was incredibly unclear. <laughs> yes. So anyway, a bunch of dead yes. cats. We're, we're, yeah, we're killed by this weird alien spider thing. Yeah, it's like some kind of organism. What is it? What do they call it? A uh, a metamorph. A metamorph. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Yeah, basically means yeah. that it cocoons every once in a while and changes its its dna and comes out of the cocoon a different creature yeah and they made some yeah genetic mutant that can do that which killed everything else in the lab yeah and so um the token hot man whose job it is to clean up dead cats decides to open the case the glass case that this thing is in which by the way just opens up yeah. There's no lock on it or anything. It's like, just like a handle, and you just lift it up. Yeah, it's like the kind of thing that you would have like donuts behind. Yeah, 
Like when you go to the grocery store and there's like the drawer with donuts and you just open the case and you take out as many donuts as you want and you put them in the box provided. Yeah. And so like if you were in a grocery store and you had to contain a genetic mutant. Put it in the freezer. Yeah. You wouldn't put it with the fucking donuts. And then I'd put one of the rubber dividers for... The checkout lane, you know, where you have to like yep. separate your groceries from the plebeian behind you. <laughs> Good use of plebeian. I enjoyed yeah. that. Well, everyone you. at the grocery store is worse than you. That's just <laughs> that's just a standard fact of fact humanity. of life. And it's it's true of the other person who's in the checkout in front of you. You are worse than them. But it's just when you're at the grocery store. It's just it's just where ugh. Ugh. Well, that was a fun and little insight into life here on the Retro Craptacular <laughs> podcast. There's just something about like going grocery shopping that brings out the worst in humans, I think. That's why you order them online and you don't talk to anyone. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's just, yeah, it's one of those tasks that none of us want to do. So we're all just like trying to just like get it done and then it results in us being horrible to each other. Had some bad experiences at the grocery store. I can lately. tell. Okay. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, why, why don't we talk about that later? I can yeah, help you unpack that. Uh, but I have started getting my produce at a, a local farmer's market. Cute. Yeah. It's on my way home from work if I decide not to take the freeway because it's always jammed up. Because for whatever reason, there's always an accident right before the exit that I need to take to get home. Yeah, classic. Right before. And so, or it's on the other side of it, but it's backed up to just before so i'm like great so i'm gonna like get there get stuck in traffic and be able to see where i need to be and not be able to get there or be that dick that drives on the shoulder no one wants to be that no one wants to be that guy but like sometimes it's just like you want to right i just got someone's gotta do it it's like when you're stuck on the highway and you see someone on a motorbike just cruising down the shoulder and you're like i would too yeah Yeah, you're like, yeah, good for you, man. <laughs> yeah, just get out. <laughs> well, or also, go to a farmer's market. <laughs> go to a farmer's market. So yeah, there's like a nice little farmer's market on the way home. We get like fresh produce. It's always way cheaper. Not super yeah. busy. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, it's, nice. it's good. Where were we? Um, so, the... so a bunch of dead cats. <laughs> oh my God, we still haven't convinced the dead cats. <laughs> um, no, uh, we're talking I, about the mutant behind the I just want... barely... Barely <laughs> hidden glass door. Like, yeah, no so locks. the guy like lifts it up. This thing has just killed all of the cats. Yes, and, and the turtle. Stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he decides to like stick his face in and look at it, and, and the cocoon is like gestating. Yeah, like, and he's like, "Oh, that's not good." So he goes and calls Doctor Scientist Man, and he's like, "Doctor Scientist Man, <laughs> this thing is like gestating," and he's like, "Well, let me know if anything." interesting happens i don't want to miss it he's like okay then he goes and sticks his head back in the thing where now something has fallen out of the cocoon it looks like a big leech yeah or like a liver leech liver yeah and he's like i'm gonna stick my head in look at it decide it's a bad idea and then like slowly bring my head out and he doesn't even really bring his head out. He's just slowly trying to close it. Oh, yeah. His head is still in it. He's trying to close the glass, but like his head is still in it. So it's going to like hit him in the back of the head. Anyways, the thing jumps on his fucking face. Yeah, and of course it does. It face hugs him. Yeah. 
it's like Alien. Yep. But bad. But bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it like jumps on his face. And it's like all up on his face and it's like sucking on his yeah, he's face. Thrashing and, around. and blood is just it's not really squirting out of him. It's just appearing everywhere. It just like sprays onto the camera, but not out of him because we can see him on the camera, the yeah. security camera. He's like a meter and, and a half like, away. A bunch of blood hits it from like the other side. Oh just, boy! Uh, yeah, it's great stuff. Oh yeah, and then it goes to the control room where you can see that happening on the on the screen, and it pans over and just everyone else is having dinner. Yeah, they're having <laughs> strawberry shortcake. Yeah, with that's no right. whipped cream, and with it's a very big point of contention to our token black character, to the, to the token black character, who, by the way, is like the hottest guy. He's so good looking in the movie. Maybe even hotter than the token Hawkeye. Yeah, the token Hawkeye is like just he has like, a mullet kind of thing going on. It's not really his fault. Well, I guess not. No, it was the eighties, but well, like our lead is no. It's he's like a crusty dude in his like late thirties. Not an attractive man. No, 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 sir. No, like he's the kind of guy who they could afford to cast. <laughs> That's a very good way. Of putting it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's kind of what it is, right? And and uh, so they they oh that pee. So they um. Yeah, they they cast him, and then they decided to not give the lead to the attractive African American gentleman. Of course, uh, because you couldn't do that because it was nineteen eighty two. Yep, and yeah, and then he wants he just wants his whipped cream. He just wants a whipped cream, and and then the hor- the horny lady's like, "Well, you could go whip up some whipped cream in the." sciencey kitchen word that she invents on yep. the spot and then she sucks her finger and then she sucks her finger yeah oh my gosh so like so bad for like such it, bad writing for like every, it's it's awful it's for like awful. every scene that she's in we're like oh my god like is she just like a horrible actress or is she like her character supposed to be just like instantly turned on by this dude and like to be fair her pick of men she should have gone for the token black guy. And I really wish we knew his name, but I don't think anyone ever says it. Like, I, I just assume that someone did. But yeah. again, we had to really fight to remember the lead character's name. That's so. true. I don't remember anyone's name in this movie other than Mike and Sam. Mike and Sam. I think one of the female characters was named Barbara. Yes. The horny lady's named Barbara. Yes. You're right. Right. Barbara of the Thirst. And what is the young girl's name? Julie. Julia. I think I'm finally getting through to you. Someone started at work named Julia, and I constantly want to sing that. And then I just like, either she won't get it, or she will have heard it every day of her life. And I just, I don't know what to do. That's all right. There's a girl that plays on my spring co-ed soccer team named Sophia. And every time uh, someone says her name, I get stuck in my head a song that like no one else will know but me and three other people probably because it's a song that was by an old band that I was in. Uh, We had a song called Sophia. And the chorus was Sophia. 
Nailed it. It was like a really fun riff to play, though. So like, I kind of just like get stuck in my head all the time. But you could never just sing that at someone because they'd be like, "Sophia, I need you." That's your song. (laughs) Yeah, and they'd be like, "What?" And I'm like, "Don't you know who I am?" And and you'd be an asshole. Just yeah, immediately yeah. get super indignant and <laughs> flex my minor local celebrity status from like six years ago. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you should do every time. Yeah. Good. 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 Um. So, anyways, we were asking ourselves: Is she just a horrible actress? Like maybe she was just like in some porn before this, and then she got like a real movie job. So like she just delivers lines as if she's horny. No, I think it was written that way. Well, yeah, it was because then, like, immediately. Well, first of all, she ends several. There's several scenes where she ends with like some innuendos, where you know, he's like, "Well, we're gonna be here all night," and he's like, "Huh? Got any ideas of how we could pass the time?" She's like, "Oh, I think I've got a few," and she's like stroking her cleavage. Yeah, not so subtle. You know, things like that, and then literally, she he's about to like get in, like go into his room. And then she pops out of her room wearing like a teeny tiny bathrobe and she's like, come here, you sex bomb. <laughs> that might as well have been what she <laughs> said, honestly. Like, <laughs> But the best part of that is he's like, all right. It's like goes into her room and then it cuts back to the pervert guy. And he's like, no, sir, I put you in room one, sir, <laughs> sir. Uh. And I'm like, <laughs> that's really funny. But then he just switches the camera to the camera in her room and just, like, casually watches them fuck while playing with, like, a yo-yo? It's one of those things. It's kind of like a top that's that has a string going through the middle. Yeah. And so, like, you pull the string tight and then it spins. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. It's like a future yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a future dreidel, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, that happens and then... The pervert guy, his his well, uh, an alarm goes off. Yeah, his perving is casually interrupted <laughs> by a security breach. So he goes looking for the alien and like obviously dies. But while he's going, it just like intermittently flashes frames of them having sex on the screen, and it's like I'm like, is this supposed to be like like a like a you know weird artistic take on like how the male brain works you know i think that this whole movie was a weird artistic take on how the male brain works really because i think this whole movie was edited by a squirrel (laughs) 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 it's fucking random man edited by a squirrel yeah no like yeah no that's fair the pacing in every scene is totally fucked well and then there's just so many scenes where just like random flashes of things that either will happen in the movie in the future like when he's in hypersleep we didn't really talk about that but that's how the movie starts we see sam as a cool robot and then sam walks over to mike who's asleep and then there's just a ton of weird flashes yeah. And I definitely thought watching this, I was like, oh, like we're getting flashes of all of the things that are going to happen in this movie, but they're things that happened in this pa- dude, this dude's past. In the past. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we're going to see kind of like the end of the movie and then it's going to go back. Yeah. And we're going to get, we're going to get filled in on his past. Oh, uh, it made sense. But nope. 
<laughs> nope. They just needed to fill some time. So they Get just had that reel. Yeah. Yeah. Just cut some because the movie's only like 75 minutes long. Like it's not that long. Could have been shorter. Really. Could have been shorter. <laughs> um, but yeah. So like. Yeah. That that is just happening. We're just like. Things from the future are happening, but then also sometimes things from the past will be happening. Like at the very end of the movie, you kind of get like just random flashes. Yeah, it tries to recap things happen. Recap bits of the whole movie. It really recaps Again, the worst bits of the whole movie. A I lot think. of the, a lot of them fucking. And yes. and the scene where the the two women are in a shower, but it's just like a laser shower. It is a laser or like shower. a light shower. So like they've been like sprayed down, so they're damp. And then they're just like standing in the middle of the room where there's like lights flashing on them, but they're just standing there naked. And we're supposed to be like, oh, this is some like future waterless shower. It's, yeah, they didn't. They but didn't they're just try. standing. Didn't even try to make it damp in the middle of a room anything. naked. Yeah, it's real dumb. And yeah. for whatever reason, it's mostly played out in an extreme wide. So you can see them head to toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, creepy perv. He dies. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just. I'm one, trying to race through this here. Oh, because I don't want to slow it down. But I just, there's <laughs> one thing that really bugged me. Yeah. While creepy perv is looking for the alien, yeah, he goes down to where like the lockers are. Oh yeah. And he goes into one of the girls' locker, I think the younger one. Yeah. And takes out what looks like a necklace, like he steals it from her locker. Yeah. Then he goes to Barbara's locker, and puts the necklace in one of her pockets. Okay. And that never comes up? This never comes up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I don't remember that happening. At first I, thought I don't like, remember them ever, like, talking about it or fighting about it. No, at first I thought it was like, oh, is he just stealing some, like, piece of jewelry because he's a creepy perv? But then he puts it in an, the other girl's pocket. And I was like, is he trying to frame her for something? Yeah, I guess. But then I, he dies I mean, and that never comes up. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. When you said he goes to her locker and he steals, I thought immediately thought the next word you were going to say was going to be, like, underwear. <laughs> like he steals a pair of panties from her or something. I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. But he is the creepy perv he is character. The creepy perv. So that makes sense. In the credits, it was <laughs> creepy perv. Yeah. Mike, Sam, old guy, creepy perv. Yeah. Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> Darla? No. Uh, Julia. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so he dies. Uh, young girl decides to go sit in the sauna so that's an excuse to have her be naked for like 10 minutes straight yep like a long time uh in which case mike comes in and he's like hey what's going on in here and she's like you shouldn't be in here i'm you know tanning or whatever and she's, he's like well there's a thing on the loose so i just came in here to warn and he, whoever was in here i didn't know it was you he just fucked barbara and he gives this younger girl like such a sleazy smile oh yeah it's skin crawling and, and says something like you're you're gorgeous that's one of that i think that's the very first thing that comes out of his fucking mouth yeah he walks in here and she's naked yeah and she's like ah, oh, like what are you doing in here and he's like you're gorgeous yeah and then it's so fucking creepy but she's like almost immediately disarmed and she's like you should get naked too Yep, like and you, she says, "You look like you could use the sauna." Yeah, and he says, "Well, I have had, had a, a hard, hard night. night. That's right. Oh my uh, gosh, it's so cheap. Yeah. Oh my gosh." And so he uh, takes his shirt, takes off. his shirt off, and then she sees his scars, and then she's like, 
Eh, maybe not. And like goes and like lies back down. And then the alien busts in and they go running out of the room. And then everyone kind of, you know, comes running in. They're like, what happened? We got attacked by aliens. And, he's, and you know, he's like, what happened? And they're like, there's an alien in there. And then the token black guy is like, more importantly, what were you and her doing in there dressed like this? And I'm like, more importantly, <laughs> there's a mutant killing everyone. There's a mutant alien thing killing everyone. The perv is dead. <laughs> And no one had seemed to notice yet at that point. I yeah. Just to be clear. Um, but let's kind yeah. of blow through this because there's a lot of not important stuff that happens after. Cool. This. That was literally the last note that I made. I yeah. stopped caring after that. So the token hot guy, his body is like disintegrating, turning into jelly, but he's still alive. Yep. And the um crazy weird owl Tim Roth science guy, uh. That's his full title, yeah. <laughs> De- determines that he is turning into like pure protein. Yep, all of the complex cells in his body are breaking down so that he's a single yeah. sort of cell, but yeah. he's still a living yeah. piece of so meat. he's like a simple protein kind of thing, right? And then he splits in half. Uh, and then he splits in half, and so he's like dividing. Reproducing, um, yeah. Reproducing, right? So um, he basically i guess figures out like he has cancer and so he basically figures out that if he can get the creature to eat his tumor it like you know his can the cancer cells will become absorbed into the creature and it'll kill it um while he's figuring this out barbara and the other girl who were just finished taking their laser shower uh, put on their teeny, teeny, tiny bathrobes and go try to communicate with the beast, which is, at one point, it went outside and they went and shot lasers at it and then the doctor... Oh, and they found the creepy perv's body outside. Yeah, and the doctor and got killed. Uh, and then it broke back inside and was, like, hanging out in the control room and had, like, tapped into the computer somehow. Sort Not of, important. I guess, yeah. Uh, and so Barbara went to communicate with it and she's like, can we coexist? And then it like stabs her. Like, like ugh, it's so sleazy. It like stabs her between the legs. Yeah, it's not, it's not explicitly shown. It's not, but it, like it shows like the tentacle kind of like comes over the console and like goes down like in between her legs. And then the next thing you see is it, like, coming, like, exploding out of, like, the back of, like, her shoulder. Like, the, the point of this tail. So, it's yeah. like, you can, like, guess what happened. And it's like, ugh. So, it's so unnecessary. Bad. It's revolting, really. Yeah. So, that happens. And then the Whoa. doc, the doc, the Weird Al doc convinces... Mike to perform emergency surgery on him and cut out his tumor. Yep. And he's like, Doc, I don't know how to do this. And he's like, I'll talk you through it. And he basically like cuts him open with an exact cuts knife, him open. Basically yeah, cuts out the tumor. Rips the tumor out of him. And just like pitches it into the alien's mouth and it kills it. Yep. And then there's like a bunch of flashes of the movie that we just saw yep happening cutting back to them having sex and the naked girls in the laser shower several times several yep 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 yep, 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 yep and then the movie's over 
Yeah, and the monster's just kind of like melting. Yeah. Like, I gotta, I gotta say, like, one of the things that's like pretty impressive with this movie, like, for like a Roger Corman movie, is like the creature effects are actually pretty good. Yeah, not terrible. Like, I mean, you yeah, know, not great, but. Yeah. Like the sets, the sets and the and the makeup creature effects, and even like the like the people rotting and stuff like that. The yeah, the bodies breaking apart and still kind of being partially alive was probably the best part. Yeah, those are like really really well done. Yeah, practical effects. Um, but oh boy, yeah, I think we were pretty transparent with our feelings about this movie as we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd ever watch it again. So, I think for that reason, I gotta say that it's one big pile of shit. This is quite definitely one big pile of shit, my friend. That is one big pile of shit. Twas a stinker. Mike was a space ranger. Oh, of course. I'm just reading the the description here as I look up the uh, Rotten Tomato score. A space ranger lands at a research station where a flesh-eating mutant is loose. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And does a doesn't save the day really no not really like the the doctor who gave up his life to have a tumor removed is the one who saved the day yeah cancer cancer saved the day. <laughs> oh, I hate so. uh oh yikes yeah so didn't see that twist coming though gotta no, say that's fair yeah yeah that's like one kind of original bit what do you think this got on Rotten tomatoes uh 22? No. No, this is weird. What? Well, there's only five reviews. That's not very many. No. Um. But for some reason, this movie has a 60%. Excuse me? There's a red tomato there, my friend. 60%? Yeah. The audience score is 32%, which I feel is, like, more accurate. It's, yeah, a little more justified. What the hell? Yeah. Well, mm, no. No Rotten Tomatoes. You're wrong. Yeah. You are... You're wrong this time. I mean, again, there's only five reviews, right? So, three good, two bad. Okay. Well, if this episode of the Retrocraptacular is going to to mean anything, it should mean this. If you have the ability <laughs> get it to go make a review on this movie on Rotten Tomatoes, please. We need to get certified as Rotten Tomatoes critics. So I, that, would, I would love that. So that we can instigate add, change. Add a negative review to this movie to bump it down to an even specifically, 50%. Yeah, specifically just for this movie. <laughs> That's what I want. And to get Godzilla 98's rating up. Yeah, because that was a career. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Dude, woof. I there's been like we might be the only people on the internet who like that movie. It kind of seems like that, isn't, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of hate cuz the new Godzilla movie came out, so then there's a lot of people like doing Godzilla 98 related content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There's a lot of hate for that movie. Man, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's just fun. It's just I, fun. Just have fun with it. Yeah. It's not like you could just have fun with the piece of crap we just watched. Yeah. What's it called? Ghost Planet? Forbidden World. Forbidden World. You know what the problem with the new the Godzilla King of the Monsters was? There's no one in that... Like, this is why it was so boring. 
Because there's no one in that movie that's as as entertaining as Hank Azaria. Uh, you need a Hank Azaria. Or Jean Reno. Oh. And if you get both. Yeah. Like, there's good actors in that movie, man. Like, like Ken Watanabe's in that movie. Brilliant. Uh, Vera Farmiga's in that movie. Uh... Oh, the guy who I always mix up with the guy from Office Space, but it's not him. Kyle, oh, yeah. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler's <laughs> okay. in the movie. Um, Just, yeah, there's like good actors in this movie, but like for some reason, it's just fucking boring. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> that's not, that's not the point. The point is Forbidden World. Don't Forbidden World it. is a crap fest in a bad way, in a very bad way. I mean, like, ultimately, yeah. this might be one of the worst. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the other day, maybe we should do, like, a rating, like, an actual list that we could put up somewhere where we kind of rank them, like, best to worst, kind of. Oh, like, oh, the, I see At the mean. very least. Like, we rate them at the end of every episode, No, friend. I know, but, like, like a <laughs> ranking. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, at the very least, we should maybe put up a chart with, like, Good, bad, you know, craptacular. Oh yeah, like what's what's made the cut so what's far? What's what? Yeah, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, let's do them. Yeah, can do that. Maybe for our fortieth. Oh yeah, that's not too far away. I don't actually know how far away it is. I was I just think trying this to is procrastinate. A, I think this is episode twenty nine. Oh, so we got lots of time. <laughs> yeah, we got lots of time. It's like a year away. Um. <laughs> Procrastination. Anyways, uh, that's been the show. Uh, now is the part of the show where I tell you what to do. Um, <laughs> no, but if you if you enjoy the show, uh, thank you so much. Uh, you can always uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. That really helps us a lot. Or you can just like tell somebody about it. Be like, hey, I listen to this show and I think it's pretty good. You should listen to it too. And then they'll be like, thank you, good friend, for letting me listen to you. That's what they'll say to us. Oh, I, okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. It was a little confusing. Couldn't tell if you were talking. To I was just trying to make it rhyme. I thought about trying to do the whole uh, outro in, in like a Dr. Seuss. Ooh, I think you might need to prepare that ahead of time. <laughs> um, but maybe I'll prepare that ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, you can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher uh iHeartRadio, google play spotify youtube anywhere you listen to podcasts basically you can find the show um yeah uh you can oh we have a patreon uh there's some stuff on there that's pretty good we watched a movie that's maybe even worse than this mm. no mm. definitely worse definitely worse. yeah yeah that might be the worst movie we've ever watched no that's yeah, yeah. that's true yeah that's the, uh, that's the worst and so Nothing but the worst for our patrons. We put that up there for you to listen to. Uh, so check that out. It's uh, it's a pretty affordable Patreon, uh, as far as the Patreons that are out there go. And uh, yeah, we don't want to be greedy. Yeah, we're not greedy, and we appreciate that you appreciate us. So if you feel like it, do it. And if not, save your money, man. Like money's economy sucks right now. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard out there for a pimp, you know? Oh, boy. (laughs) That was a Oscar-nominated song from the movie Hustle and Flow.
Perfect. Yeah, we were we were wrapping up. I think it's hard out there for Pim. Uh, yeah. So we'll be back next month. Did I do all the things? I told sure. I told them to rate and review. I told them where they could find. You us. didn't ask anyone to email us though. Oh, you can email us if you want to get in touch. That's true. We're on my re- favorite part at Retrocrap Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us at re- uh, retrocrappod at gmail dot com. Email us a question. I didn't bother to check the Gmail before this episode, <laughs> so there may have been a question in there or a comment. It was probably a bunch of hate mail about the, the, the Godzilla. Probably, movie. yeah. So we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that next month. Looking forward to it. Oh God, I hope there's some in there now. <laughs> if you think we're idiots because we like Godzilla 1998, <laughs> please email in retro at gmail We'd love to hear from you. Yes, um, yeah, please. And so, yeah, we'll be back next month with another movie that's hopefully even crappier and therefore even better than this one. Uh, But until next time, thank you for listening and keep watching crap.